I'm John, and tonight I want answers about Bitcoin and the Mallard Duck. There's no stopping us now because we're live. John wants answers. John wants answers. Give John answers. Give John answers. John wants answers. Give John answers now. Check your calendar. If it says January 11th, 2018, then we're live. My special guest tonight is John Callis. Thanks for coming on the show, John. Great to be here. Uh, John, he is, this is amazing. He was a principal software engineer at Digital Equipment Corporation, DEC, uh, co-founder at World Benders. He was chief scientist at PGP Incorporated, and then he was the co-founder of PGP Corporation, and then CTO of Entrust, and then the co-founder and CTO of Silent Circle. So, the real deal. Cryptographer. Thanks. Did I mention your cryptographer? Absolutely. Okay. Um, we'll be taking your tweets. You can tweet us during the show at John Wants Answer. Um, and if you don't like that, you can go to our website and send us a message from our website, johnwantsanswers.com. Um, and I must say, I think it applies to both of us, the opinions stated here are our own and not necessarily those of our companies. Or anyone else, who else would want them? Yeah, who else would want our opinions? Um, okay, so let's get right into the show. Let's see the board of topics that we have tonight. All right, we have cryptocurrency, Canadian wildlife, my cat, rhymes with dork, sock puppets, and finally, creepy or hilarious. So John, tell me, what topic do you want to pick? Well, it's really First. tempting to go right to my cat for a thousand, but I guess we should start with cryptocurrencies for 200. Okay, good choice. And the question was, what is Bitcoin? Well, Bitcoin is a virtual, cryptographically backed currency slash payment system slash investment vehicle. Okay. And it's really in the news now because people are willing to pay a lot of money for it. Right. So you have, beside you, you have like some real currency that we are... I have real with. currency and fake currencies and deceased currencies. And so that's something I can, I can touch and I that's can right. feel and I can easily give to somebody. Now, but Bitcoin's different, right? It's like it's a... It's a bag of bits. A bag of bits. Ones and zeros. Ones and zeros. Um, now... Traditional currency has value because we can, we kind of all agree that it has value. Mm -hmm. And then the government wrote something a long time ago saying, you know, this is good for all debts, private and public. So people seem to think it. Yeah. And, you know, it's more, it's more complex than that. If you go, if you go to the Treasury website, for example, they say there that, no, you don't actually have to take somebody's money. Barter is always allowed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and if they don't want to take your $50 bills or your bag full of pennies, they don't have to. Right. Um, but now, Bitcoin is something different. It feels like something different. So it has value. Sure. Now, how... How does it have value? Same way that anything else has value because you believe in it. That, I mean, you know, MP3s have value. Ebooks have value. You can't touch them either. Uh-huh. Now, you know, it's like you were saying quarters have value. You know, that, that, that's pound coin, but it has no value right now. It feels pretty... 
hefty yep, for yep. a coin. Yeah, they used to call this the Maggie Thatcher coin because it's thick and brassy. <laughs> okay. Um, but, but they retired those coins last October, and there are new pound coins. So that one does not have any value. Similar to a Bitcoin, you could turn it into an institution that would give you one of the new pound coins, which does have value. So, you know, like a Bitcoin, you turn it into somebody who will consider it to have value. Okay. And, you know, like if you had a famous Van Gogh, you couldn't just take it to the store and buy groceries, even though somebody might give you $40 million for it. Right. You have to get the $40 million first. Yeah, and then you, turn, and then you can go to the grocery store. Buy milk. Um, so it has value because we kind of, people will be willing to accept it. That's right. For value. For, okay. Now, one Bitcoin. What is the value of one Bitcoin? Um, today, mm -hmm. right now, somewhere between like 13000 and some odd and 14000 and some odd, depending upon what exchange you go to. Okay. Do different exchanges have different values? Yes, they do. That seems like an opportunity to make money quickly. That is called arbitrage. <laughs> and yes, indeed, you could do that. <laughs> okay, we'll get to that later. Um, so when were uh, Bitcoins first created? Uh, 2009. 2009. So back then, when they first made the first ones, and nobody wanted them, I guess they weren't worth anything. That's right. Like near zero. I mean, you know, it's like Canadian tire dollars. You can print them off and you can use them among your friends. Right, right. Um, and so since then, people have decided, oh, wait, this is more valuable right. than I thought it was. Um, and so the, the value goes up, up and down quite a bit. Mm -hmm. what, do you th what, what causes the huge fluctuations? It's a matter of belief in everything else. I mean, for example, uh, today, as a matter of fact, um, South Korea put restrictions on trading bitcoins. There's news stories, I won't go into the details, mm -hmm. but it caused like a 15% drop in things. Okay. And that's because people thought there would be fewer traders around and they were they're worrying about how they're going to be regulated by the government and so on. Right, so anytime you add doubt into the market. Absolutely. Prices go whatever direction. Up or down. <laughs> yeah, up or down, yep. right. Um, so what benefit does a Bitcoin have over traditional currency? Right now, very little. <laughs> um, you know, they, they were originally designed to be a payment system so that you could pay things back and forth, but what they've turned into is a speculation slash value system. There are a lot of people in a lot of places, including China, where they want to get their money out of one jurisdiction and into another jurisdiction, so they will buy bitcoins and then sell them over someplace else. Mm -hmm. They've done, you know, they've done similar sorts of things by buying real estate. This is a common thing that people who have a lot of money, if they want to put it one place or another, they buy real estate. They do other things, and they're using bitcoins as a place to store value. So, if it's easy, if someone in India wanted to send money to someone in the USA, that's right. They do a Bitcoin transaction, and no banks are involved. Yes, there's going to be Bitcoin exchanges involved. I mean, you know, you can trade a Bitcoin directly from person to person, uh -huh. and that, that's where the blockchain comes in, because the blockchain keeps all of the records of this. But you can, you can trade them directly because they're basically based upon digital signatures and public keys, which are, again, you know, just bags of bits. Okay. Um, so in 2009, when this was created, what kind of problems were they trying to address that existed back then? Well, the, the 
thing that they were trying to do was to come up with a payment system that did not have a central entity that controlled it. There are other digital currencies that were produced before. Uh, one of the things that I have is, is, is an artifact that is a business card from David Chaum, and he built a company called DigiCash in the Netherlands in the uh, 80s and 90s, and there were actually banks that did this. But with DigiCash, if you wanted to trade something, you had to do the transaction through what they called the Mint, which is basically the bank. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, uh, Bitcoin, as you said, is just a bunch of ones and zeros. Right. So I could have it on my hard drive in a file. Yep. Or I could have it um, printed out on paper, ones yep. and zeros, or whatever else. Yes. To you know that. I need and you to could scan it, it back in. Yep. Okay. Um, and how how long is it? How how many bytes? Is it vary or is it? Um, the same? They're they they're relatively small. You know, a few hundred bytes. A few hundred bytes. So I could like stash a whole pile on my hard yeah. drive. Yeah, you can, yes. Yeah, they, they, you know, based upon hard drive sizes of today, they're basically nothing. Right, right. All right, so that is what is Bitcoin. Let's uh, see the topic board and see uh, what we can talk about next. All right, what, 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 what do you pick now? I'm still tempted by the cats, but, but <laughs> all right, we'll, we'll go for 400 for, for cryptocurrencies. We're on a roll here. All right, and what is 400? Buying things with Bitcoin. All right, so I currently have no Bitcoins. I also have no Bitcoins. Which may be a wise move. <clears throat> um, how do I buy a Bitcoin? You find somebody who has a Bitcoin and you pay them for it. So you don't have one. So you I, don't, don't I don't have one, so I couldn't get them. But if other okay. people had them, you could pay them. You could pay them dollars, euros, no matter what for them. You can also go to an exchange, which is mm -hmm. similar to a bank, but it's also similar to a stock exchange. You know, if you wanted to buy a share of XYZ Corporation, right. if it was listed, say, on the New York Stock Exchange, you would go to a stockbroker who was affiliated with them, and they would either have or buy for you. Mm -hmm those shares of that company. And similarly, you go to a Bitcoin exchange and people either have or will get for you. So if I go to a Bitcoin exchange and I somehow give them cash. Yeah, or charge it to a credit card or something else. <laughs> right. Yep. Um, then will I have an account with that exchange and in my account online, I can see you have one Bitcoin. You might, but you also could just have the Bitcoin directly. And like I said, it's just a file. And you know, and you could store it on your hard drive. You could do anything else that you wanted with it. Okay, so let's pretend you had a Bitcoin. Right. And we agreed I would pay you $5 for this Bitcoin. Sure. Um, so I give you the $5. Mm -hmm. And then how do you give me the Bitcoin? So this is, this, is where, this is where the blockchain comes in. And the blockchain is really nothing more than a big log file. Okay. And you can only write to the end of it. And it uses cryptographic things so that anybody in the world can verify it. So anybody can start from the beginning and look at all of the transactions that have ever occurred with any Bitcoin. And this is how you would know, for example, that I actually own this Bitcoin and also that it's really a Bitcoin, is that you would, you would see where it appears on the blockchain mm -hmm. and I would have the key and I would essentially do something that's a lot like a personal check. I would, I would make a digital signature that says, I am handing this over to you, but our identities that are on there are really just numbers. 
So, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be John Callis and John Vink. It would be one, two, three, and four, five, six. Okay, so you have a Bitcoin with a bunch of bytes. Right. In addition, does that Bitcoin have its own key or do you have a key? Like, does John Callis have a key? I could have my own keys, but the keys are represented with the coins themselves. And the coin keys are what show that they go, because they go from a Bitcoin address to another Bitcoin address. Okay, so when you get a Bitcoin, you're going to have I'm going to have Bitcoin a Bitcoin. I'm going to have a Bitcoin key. address, right? Which is just another, you know, it's it's just another bit, set of bits. And so it says this Bitcoin started at this point when it was first created, or found, or whatever you want to call. And then the blockchain has the record of everything that happened to that Bitcoin. Okay, so you have a key for that Bitcoin, right? And so using that key, you sign it, saying you're giving it to me. Yep. So do I get a Bitcoin and the key for that Bitcoin as well? Basically. Okay. And so when you do that, it goes into this blockchain. Yes. So everyone can tell, you know, you transferred it to me. Yes. Now, Bitcoin is, is decentralized though. Yes. So where do you send off this key in Bitcoin saying, I transferred this well, to John? Well, the, the, trans the transaction doesn't occur on the blockchain until there are the signatures and everything that's on the blockchain itself. Now, I could just say, you know, here's the Bitcoin and give it to you. Because, okay. you know, it's like I might have it, I might have it protected with some encryption on my hard drive so that other people couldn't read it. But I could, I could just give you the bits that are the Bitcoin, that are the keys that are associated with it, and then it would be yours. But then you'd also have a copy still. That's right. So before I have a chance to spend it, you might decide to spend it again. Right. And that's why you would want that's why you would want, you know, to put it on put it on the blockchain to show that the transaction took place. Mm -hmm. Or you just trust me. <laughs> okay, so how do you, uh, how do we put that transaction onto the the blockchain? There there are some digital signatures protocols to do that. Okay. Is that is something that you and I could do? Are we skilled enough? There, there, or, there's, there's, there's standard software that does it. You uh -huh. could write the software yourself. Okay. And so then it will send it off. Now, how does it know where to send it off to? Because it's distributed. So it's not one place it gets sent well, to. Well, there, you know, there are different, there, there are, there, there's one blockchain, but it's not, it doesn't have to exist in any given place. Just like when you go to a website and, you know, example.com gets turned into a TCP IP address, mm -hmm. there is one set of DNS servers that turn that name into an address, but, right. it's, but it's not like there is one central repository of all of them. It's not one database. Yeah, right, right. Um, okay. So, so, you know, yes, you have, you have detected that decentralized has a little asterisk at it and, and, you know, and it's decentralized, but there's still one blockchain. One blockchain, right, right. Um, but since everyone has a copy, they're not going to be synchronized at the same altogether, right? Right. So everyone has a... Well, well you, you could, of... yes, you could have different copies of it. And that's why the digital signatures that are on it are important. It's also why if you really want to know that a transaction has occurred, you need to come to some consensus that these things have settled out with enough 
signatures and and compute power that that there's an agreement that this really did occur. Okay. Um, now, where can I spend bitcoins at? Anybody who will accept a bitcoin directly. So currently, um, I've I've heard in the news occasionally someone says, "Oh, we're going to accept bitcoins." Like Microsoft says they'll accept bitcoins, or like Namecheap or something like that. But you can't go to Starbucks and That's pay right. bitcoins. That's right. Particu particularly when a bitcoin is now worth, oh, you know, like thirteen grand. Right. Um, That's one really big, like double, triple, quadruple zenti. To be glad. <laughs> yeah. um, well, then, um, if I want to buy something, it seems like unreasonable to buy anything with a full bitcoin. Right. So, can I get change back from a single yes. bitcoin? Yes. You can subdivide bitcoins. Okay. So how how small can I get? I believe that you can go to like a billionth. Okay. You know, like 30, you know, it's, 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 you know, number of bits. I think it's 30 bits that you can subdivide on. So does that mean every time Bitcoin, a little chunk is taken off, is a new Bitcoin created that has to go into the blockchain? Um, there will be a note that it has been subdivided. I mean, you know, if, if we think about it simply, and you put it, and you put it in, in two, there's 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 going to be the transaction is going to say, instead of I gave John one bitcoin, it's going to be I gave John half of this bitcoin. Okay. So it it morphs into two. Right. <laughs> like the old pirates used to do. Yes. Used to cut their yep, coins. Absolutely, into pieces of eight. It's kind of like that. Is right. it? Is it? You cut them into pieces, and 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 so when you travel down this log, there is the record of how they got subdivided and potentially re-put back together and everything else. Okay. Um, now I understand that there's transaction fees involved if I want to give someone Bitcoin. Yes. So how much is that? Um, Surprisingly large, and it depends again on on exactly how how you are doing it. Where um, it's now like five dollars or so, or fifty cents on five dollars, like which is like ten percent. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so which that's you know that is surprisingly large, based upon things. Um, the rules that govern what the fees are are in the Bitcoin protocols themselves, and they're now being somewhat waived in a bunch of cases because they're still new and the idea is that when all the bitcoins have been mined then there will be transaction fees on all of them and that's that's you know to 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 pay for the effort that it takes to transfer the bitcoins and do the blockchain and everything else right um so this blockchain must be getting pretty large yes like hundreds of megabytes or yeah you know or or gigabytes oh, or you know just you know it <laughs> i it, it's growing all the time. I mean, it grows with every transaction. Right. Um, so transactions. Um, the, how fast can I can the transaction complete? Well, it depends. <laughs> um, you know, in a lot of cases, it can be like ten minutes or so. Oh wow. So it depends an awful lot on what you're doing and where, and this is another one of the problems with Bitcoins. There, there was a few days ago a Bitcoin conference and they stopped taking payment in Bitcoins because they couldn't keep up with the people who were registering it and they forced people to register with credit cards. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that's how we buy things with Bitcoin. So uh, what's our next topic? Let's see the topic board. 
All right, so what, what do you want to pick next? <sighs> I really want the cats, but, but all right, all right. Let, how about since, 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 it's, it, since it's Canadian, we'll do it for Canadian wildlife for 200. All right, let's see what we have there. The mallard duck. That was playing a video, I hope. <laughs> the mallard duck has managed to exist in man's world, and he's done it most successfully. Mallards are the most abundant species of waterfowl in North America and breed primarily in the small water areas of the grasslands and parklands of Western Canada. The female nests in a variety of locations, but most likely under bushes or in high grass, reasonably close to water. Mallards lay 12 to 18 eggs, but usually only about six young survive. For a more complete story on the mallard duck, why not contact the Canadian Wildlife Service in Ottawa? And we're back! <laughs> um, and so, uh, let's see what topics we have on the board now. All right, what, which one do you want to pick now, John? Still really tempting to go for the cat, but all right, all right, I'll go ahead and go for cryptocurrencies for 800. 800, wow, you're feeling confident. Absolutely. Well so far, let's see what we have for it. Where'd Bitcoins come from? Okay, Bitcoins had to come from somewhere. Yeah, well, when a mommy Bitcoin and a daddy Bitcoin love each other very much. Uh-huh, they hug each other in that that's special right. way. Uh-huh, that's right. No, no baby Bitcoins came out. Yeah. And, that, and that's called mining. Mining. <laughs> um, so in the beginning, some guy mined many coins yes. right away. Uh, how does that work? How do you mine a coin? It, it is a cryptographic puzzle. So okay. basically what you do is you do two hashes, which are, is a one-way function that you, can't go, that you can't go backwards on. Right. And it's, it's basically you want to find something that has a string of zeros at the end. And that, that shows that it is a solution to the puzzle, mm -hmm. and you mine bitcoins by, by finding things that match this. So, so you know, you look at it, uh, you keep trying stuff, and you keep trying things until you find one that wins. So I just pick two random numbers, hash them, and if I have a bunch of zeros that come out, I'm like, woohoo, I'm rich. Yep, and you show that these things hash together produce that, and that's what, what, what goes on. So when I get this, you know, zeros, and it, What's my reward for that? You get a block of bitcoins. A block? Yes. How many? It started off at 50. Okay. And every so often, as more and more bitcoins are, are mined, you get fewer coins in a block. And it's mm -hmm. now down to, I think, 12 and a half, 15 and a half. But based on the price of, let's say, 15,000, that's, that's like... Yeah. 150, 200 thousand dollars yep. for finding a Bitcoin. Absolutely. We should all be doing that. <laughs> uh, it's you know, there are some very nice 
instructions on how you do this on the web and you should read them because it's a very hard thing to do. And um, I was looking at it just the other day and if you have a really good mining rig, as they call it, which uh -huh. has a lot of people in them, because what people do is, because they're trying to find these puzzles, they band together so that they distribute the things out to a whole bunch of people, that these very expensive rigs will find one block of coins every 11 or 12 days. That seems like pretty good. Every $150,000 every 12 days, rolling in the cash. But you need, that's a lot of people, right? Right. How many people? You would, you know, you, you're right. Because if you're in a group of people, you would split those with the other people. So, you mm -hmm. know, if you were with 10 other people, it's one-tenth of that. And then the people who are doing the coordination are going to want their cut. Uh -huh. So, um, it, you know, it's not, as, it's not as much as you would think it would be. And most of the mining that is done now is not done on standard computers. It is done on special purpose silicon mm -hmm. ASICs that are created specifically as Bitcoin miners. Okay. Okay. Um, so I wouldn't be able to mine very many Bitcoins on my phone, for example. No. Out of a little JavaScript. No. no. Now, there, 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 you know, there, there is a problem where people have been sending out JavaScript mining things in ads on the internet, mm -hmm. but you know, if you do that to a million people, that's different than doing it on one on your phone, because you know, you would have like right. you know a millionth or a ten millionth the chance of what these people who are doing it on their phone in JavaScript and these ads are. So I should go to JohnWantsAnswers.com and put some JavaScript in there so that everyone who visits my site can mine for me. Go right ahead. Okay. And there are people who are doing effectively that. Um, is it? It gets harder and harder as time goes by to to mine these bitcoins. That's is that right. right. Is that because there's a lot of the solutions keep getting yes solved? Yes. And also, then the reward is also lower. Yes. Okay. So if you started doing this a long time ago, you would have more bitcoins. Yeah, you'd be rich. If you start doing it now, Maybe. you'd have you know a hard time. Maybe pushing through. Maybe. I mean, you know, I know I know a lot of people who've mined a lot of bitcoins, and you know. Back in the days when bitcoins were, oh, say a dollar or two, um, um, you know they were relatively easy to find. But if you had bitcoins at a dollar or two, it's very likely that you would have sold them off when it was twenty dollars. Yeah. Because you know that's ten, that's ten x on your money. Whoa. Right. Yeah. Well, that's ten x on your money. Right. Um, I have a friend who bought a dachshund puppy with a bunch of bitcoins and mm -hmm. his like his puppy's now worth like you know half a million bucks and i guess a standard puppy costs less yeah 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 it's a very special puppy uh -huh. i know somebody who paid for her master's degree in bitcoins so she has like a 5 million dollar master's degree now and i know for somebody else who got plastic surgery paid for with bitcoins and so she's got like a 40 million dollar boob job wow <laughs> All right. Um, and there's a limit to how many Bitcoins will exist ever, right? Yes, 21 million. 21 million. And how far have we gotten? Close to 17 million. 17 million. Oh, so we're, there's not much there's, left, but they're harder to get, I guess. That's right. When do we think we're going to find them all? 
I'm not going to hesitate. I'm not going to guess on it because, you know, it depends upon how many miners are doing things. I mean, you know, right. it, it, you know, there could be a rush on mining them because there aren't that many left or people could back off of mining because as you go on, the electricity costs of mining go up. And so, you know, if you're spending $1,000 in electricity to get a Bitcoin, you know, that's mm. that's you know, 10% off of what you're getting right, right there, in addition to all of the other trouble that you have mining Bitcoins. I heard if trends continue, then the whole planet is going to spend all of its electricity on Bitcoins. Yeah, well, fine. You know, you hear that sort of thing. You know, it's like if, if trends continue, we'll all be lawyers by 2075. <laughs> so are you, are you pro-Bitcoin or do you think it's all going to implode and burst in I, the flames? I have been something of a Bitcoin skeptic all along. I mean, I did not buy Bitcoins at $2 because I thought it was not a stable financial instrument. <laughs> right. and, I, and especially now. All right. Well, we got to wrap up. Um, let's see how many points we have. We have uh, 200 and 400, 600 plus 800. That's uh, 1,400 points you got. Wow. I think in you're the season winner in so bitcoins. far. That's 1,400 bitcoins. 1,400 bitcoins. Congratulations. Absolutely. <laughs> Our next episode is going to be February 8th, 2018. Uh, stay tuned. After this is Deep Connect. And then later on, what the bleep with our audio guy, Jim Twu. All right. Thanks. Good show. Thanks.